it's going to slow you down because you're going to be slower to follow your intuition, to implement the strategy that you're passionate about and that you're super excited about because you don't want to be seen as crazy to block off that time that you need to pour into it because you don't want to be seen as selfish to be really specific about what you like and you don't like and how you want your website set up because you don't want to be seen as a diva and to set client to set boundaries with your clients customers and also sometimes with your friends and family because you don't want to be seen as a bitch. All of these things are going to slow you down in the process of building your business. And so it's super important to start to heal that shame that comes with these four words so that you can have ease of implementation. Hi, I'm Brim Bamber, and this is the Burnout to Brilliance podcast, where you'll learn how to go from overworked and overwhelmed to a place where you realize your sensitivity is your greatest gift, and you're energized by both your work and your life. Here we go. Hey, everyone. So I wanted to come in today to talk about being a bitch and why that is a good thing. So I've been working with a couple of clients who have been struggling with boundaries. And one of the things that comes up, one of the things that has been preventing them from setting the boundaries they want to set is being worried about being a bitch being worried about being seen as a bitch. And so that's something that stops them from saying no or stops them for asking for what they really need because they're scared of being judged in this way. And when I was working with one client in particular, I had the realization that really, I think the definition of a bitch is a woman with boundaries and so that in that context being a bitch is a good thing being someone who has boundaries and sets them and takes care of herself is a good thing and so I wanted to talk to you all about that today because I know that she's not the only one. I know it's something I've struggled with personally. And there are a couple of words that might be holding you back in your business that might be holding you back for from going wholeheartedly towards what you want to do and being your full authentic self because you're scared of these words that are that have been created basically to shame women to keep women small. So an example of that is if you're worried about being a bitch in your business, you might not say no to a client. You might have a hard time setting boundaries with a client because you're worried that that client will 
think you're a bitch. Another way it might be impacting your business is you might have a hard time blocking off time for your business because you're worried that your family or your friends will want that time with you and you're worried about setting that boundary and being seen as a bitch. Another way that bitch is used to control particularly women is being angry. Any woman who's angry can be called a bitch and so many of us are taught not to do that, not to be angry, not to let that part of us out. And so that can be another way that that word can control your behavior. And if in something happens that isn't right, <laughs> that shouldn't have happened, and you're angry about it, sometimes women will hold that in or, or swallow it to avoid that name calling. And I wanted to talk about a couple other words that have been used historically to control mostly women and how to start to overcome them. So the second word I want to talk about is diva. So my definition of a diva is a woman who knows what she wants and asks for it. If she's specific, if she has certain things that she likes or doesn't like and she's clear about it, in that instance you can start to be called a diva and then subsequently what happens is that you can shut down that part of you that knows what you want, that knows what you like, that knows what you dislike, and again you start to get smaller, you start to not be as clear, not go fully for what you want because you're scared of being called a diva. Another word that is often used to control women is the word crazy. And in my experience and observation, that word is used sometimes when a woman is passionate and excited and emotional and has all of her feelings, feels things deeply. In that instance, sometimes women can be called crazy. It can suggest to you to tamp down that excitement, to be quieter, to not get so pumped about something because you don't want to be called crazy or not to feel your emotions as deeply as you do, whether it's sadness or, again, anger or fear because you don't want to be called crazy. So it's another way that women are made small and have to close down. The last word I wanted to talk about is the word selfish, which I know impacts all genders. And especially it can impact mothers, but also 
other women and you know all genders can this is a word that kind of can be used to control all genders when you're really going for what you want you're really creating the business of your dream that dreams that can be seen as selfish when you do self-care take the breaks you need take the classes you're excited about buy an outfit that makes you feel good that can all be seen as a negative thing because often women in particular are supposed to be selfless we're supposed to be giving and caring and caretaking and all of that can be a good thing but that's not all of us and it's important especially again when you're building a business you need to be able to carve out time you need to invest in your education you need to invest in your business and that can be seen sometimes as a selfish thing to do but it's absolutely essential (laughs) and it can really slow down the progress of your business if you're not able to invest in yourself invest your time invest your money into your personal development and into your business that can really slow you down it can take you years and years to get something off the ground because you're not willing to go all in you're not willing to put this thing that's incredibly important to you first and so that's another way that you can get slowed down by the culture. So I want to talk about some solutions. I've been talking a lot about the problem and that's not all that this podcast episode is about. So some solutions are, the first solution I want to talk about is awareness. So with any habit or pattern in your life that's having a negative impact, you absolutely can't change it if you're not aware that it's an issue. So with all of these words, I'm hoping as I talk about each of them, you're starting to see where in your life that might be impacting you. Where in your life are you maybe feeling like you don't want to be a bitch? Where in your life are you feeling like you don't want to be a V? a diva where in your life are you avoiding looking crazy seeming crazy where in your life are you not wanting to be selfish super important to think about that to even take some time and journal about it really get clear about how these words and the shaming impact they have the negative connotations they have are impacting your life because once you can see it more clearly it gets a lot easier to change if you're seeing that 
oh, I'm like totally not taking care of myself in this particular relationship and this relationship is totally draining because I don't want to seem like a bitch and it's having this huge negative impact on my life, it becomes easier to change. So taking some time to reflect and look more deeply into this is super important. The second step I would recommend is to talk to others about it. To talk to other women or other genders that have a similar experience and to talk about you know, when was the first time you heard the word bitch? And how is that impacting your life now? And hear the stories of how these words are impacting other women's lives. It's super important for you to know you're not alone. I can say for sure each of these words has had an impact and to some degree continues to have an impact on my life and my decisions and to learn that you're not alone here that just because you do sometimes keep yourself small because of these particular words doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you I honestly don't think there's a woman a woman out there that hasn't at some point kept herself small because of these four words And, of course, there are many other words that also impact. These are just four examples of words that convince women to keep themselves small. And so talking to your friends about it, sharing about it, can start to help you see, again, develop even more awareness. Because a friend might say, oh, it's impacting my relationship with my partner and then that for you will help you see maybe it's impacting that kind of relationship for you as well which you hadn't thought of before so it's going to grow your awareness even more and also make you feel less alone with this challenge help you to start to see there's nothing wrong with you because you have this challenge. It's very typical in the culture we live in. And the side benefit is you're going to help your friends too. If this is something they haven't really thought about or haven't really dug into, this is a way you guys can lift each other up. You can lift your community up because you'll start to see how you're in some small ways shackled by these particular words and start to free each other with a conversation like that. The third step in healing the impact of these words is to work specifically on the shame that comes with it. To work with the shame the way it impacts your body, to look a little bit at the origin story, where did these shame, what were the seminal, what were the first experiences 
that really started to create the shame that's continuing to enforce that mechanism of keeping you small. And because this is a little bit of a more complex thing to do, I've created a free webinar that's 100% on this. It's called From Shame to Your Aligned Business. And it's specifically looking at your shame, what to do when you're in a shame spiral, where does your shame come from, so you can start to heal that in a deep way so that when you step out into your business and you start to build a business that you're excited about, you can do it without really getting slowed down. That's the main thing, these four words and, the, and other words as well will do to your business is they might slow it down, they might completely have it so it never gets off the ground, and if you are working away on it, it's going to slow you down because you're going to be slower to follow your intuition, to implement the strategy that you're passionate about and that you're super excited about because you don't want to be seen as crazy to block off that time that you need to pour into it because you don't want to be seen as selfish to be really specific about what you like and you don't like and how you want your website set up because you don't want to be seen as a diva and to set client to set boundaries with your clients customers and also sometimes with your friends and family because you don't want to be seen as a bitch. All of these things are going to slow you down in the process of building your business. And so it's super important to start to heal that shame that comes with these four words so that you can have ease of impl implementation. You can have a impulse and intuition about a business strategy be excited and go for it. You can create the boundaries that you need. You can know what you want and ask for it. So I would absolutely love for you to take part in the webinar. For those of you who are watching on Instagram Live, it is going to take place Wednesday, August 12th. And you can find the link for it in my bio. And for those of you who are listening to the podcast, it's going to be available on demand. And you can register at tinyurl.com slash shame webinar. So that's the registration link for everyone, tinyurl.com slash shame webinar. I'll put it in the show notes. I'll put it in the comments. And so you can register and get this important information that you need. And I also wanted to say there will be a replay available. So if you can't make it live, you can still register. And if you register, you'll still get access to the replay. So it would be absolutely amazing to have you there. Okay. 
If you have questions, I would love to hear from you. The best way to get in touch with me is you can DM me on Instagram. My handle is at Bryn underscore Bamber. I'll put that in the show notes as well. And I really want to support you to start this healing process. I know a lot of you are probably already on the healing journey. You've already done work on this. And there's layers here. So I really want to support you to move to the next layer to pull these things that are constricting you, constricting your life force, not letting you be as authentic as you could be, I really want to invite you to start taking those off. And so I would love, love, love to see you at the webinar. And if you can't make it, definitely DM me any questions that you have. Okay, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to pick up my free guide, Reduce Stress and Get an Hour of Your Day Back. You can find that at brynbamber.com slash relax. That's B-R-Y-N-B-A-M-B-E-R dot com slash relax. Have a lovely and relaxing day.